Hi, and welcome to the Common Confident Chabad Mom Podcast. I am on a mission to take moms from stressed and overwhelmed to calm and confident. Join me on this journey, and you will be sure to learn many tips and tools along the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Okay, today I'm going to talk about something that, personally, I guess I feel pretty passionate about. I think that's probably what I do on every episode of the podcast, right? Talk about things that I'm pretty passionate about. But um, I'm going to just give it with the little caveat that this is like my personal take on it, okay? So I'm not like necessarily basing this on some sort of maybe objective truth of the matter, so to speak, but this is just my personal take on it. So we live in a world where Hashem gave us, right, our bodies and our neshamas, and we have physical needs, we have spiritual needs, we have emotional needs, we have mental needs. We exist in this world, and it's all really very close together, even though sometimes we like to very much separate them. Like, okay, this is Gashmias, and this is Ruchnias, and this is Nefesh Bahamas, and this is Nefesh Alakis, but there's also a lot of place where they overlap, right? Because our neshama is within our guf and our, we have to take care of our body in order to take care of our neshama. And it's really, the ideal here is actually not to separate it, but really to understand how they can work together. So, um, so it was, it was kind of like interesting that I had this discussion with somebody recently about, and it, and it comes up a lot in a lot of different areas, this idea of, you know, self-care <laughs> and that we need to take care of ourselves and all the different ways that, that we need to take care of ourselves and whatever, whatever you lay in, in this belief, I guess, about the importance of taking care of ourselves, that's kind of what I wanted to address in today's podcast. And so what's really interesting is, you know, whether that's like a buzzword today, self-care and how you do it and all the ways you, that, that you take care of yourself, I'm not really sure. But the conversation was very interesting because I kind of equate the two self-care versus taking care of yourself. I'm like, it's literally to me, just like transposing words, right? It's the same thing. And the person I was talking with felt very differently. And she felt that it's not the same thing at all. And because she kind of like took the words literally, so to speak. And so that's, again, what I wanted to address here. And I thought it was very interesting. And the way that she looked at it, the person I was talking with, she felt that self-care is selfish because it's all about self and taking care of yourself, you're putting the focus there on the taking care, but yourself goes last, almost like care of self versus self-care. And again, I want to differentiate between the semantics of the wording and the concept itself. Okay. Because personally, I'm not, I'm not differentiating in the semantics of the wording. I'm like, self-care is called taking care of yourself. It's like, child care. I have child care. <laughs> it's taking care of my child, right? So how, however that looks like child care might mean that I'm, you know, enrolling, you know, have a babysitter for my child or putting my child in school or whatever. That's because I'm making sure my child is taken care of, or I'm my child. I'm taking care of my child, child care, me taking care of my child, whatever. It's it, to me, it's like semantics to, to switch it around. But the concept that in, again, in this discussion I was having with this other person, what I, I found really fascinating that it's like, where do you put the emphasis? Is the emphasis on me? And therefore, I can see how someone might really find that to 
to be like worrisome, so to speak, if my entire emphasis is all about me, if I am the be all and end all of what matters, then it become become very selfish, right? So I want to make the argument here that self-care is not selfish, actually, which is taking care of yourself is not selfish when you see yourself in the context of the bigger picture. And that's why I titled the episode of this podcast, So That. Because if me eating lunch was just so that I eat lunch, so that my body has food in it, so that my body can continue to exist because I need to exist, right? There's like no so that. There's no like, well, what's the bigger picture here? Why does my body need to continue to exist, right? If I'm exercising because I want to make a strong body, because I just want to have a strong body, because that's it, that's all that matters, then there's no bigger context here. So when you see yourself in the context of a bigger picture, which is what we are, right? We are literally a neshama in a guf. Our neshama, by definition, has a bigger picture to it because our neshama is a piece of Hashem. A piece of Hashem means, wow, we are connected to infinity. We are, Hashem put a piece of himself inside of me. I get to walk around this world with a piece of Hashem inside of me. I am automatically part of a bigger picture. So when I'm taking care of myself, it's not I'm just taking care of my guf with no bigger picture, no neshama in there just because I'm the be all and end all of my own existence. I'm taking care of my body that houses my neshama so that dot, 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 so that I can fulfill my purpose in this world, make a dear so that I can be a really present, calm, healthy mother for my children. And I really think that it boils down to the kavana. To me, it's not the semantics and the difference of the wording self-care versus taking care of yourself. To me, it's like, okay, that's the same thing, but it's the kavana behind it that there's a bigger picture. So it's the difference between somebody could take a nap and say, I'm just taking a nap because I have nothing else to do. I'm bored. My body's tired. I'm just going to take a nap or something like that. I don't know. I, I can't really relate to that because I've never been bored and I don't take a nap just because I have nothing else to do. Um, but for me, every single time I take a nap, it's literally with a kavana. And when I say kavana, it doesn't mean this whole long meditational process. It literally means like my thoughts, my intention behind it is so that I could be a calm, present mother for my kids. Right there, that nap, there's no way that it's selfish. It's not a selfish nap because it's for the context of the bigger picture so that I can fulfill my avida of being a calm, confident, present mother for my children. That nap in and of itself is holy because the whole purpose of it is so that I can be a better mother for my children. And it goes that way with anything. Why would I exercise? Because I want to have a strong body. Why? So that I can really be there for my children, that I can carry my two-year-old and my, my five-month-old, and I can be a bubby for my grandchildren, and I can really be so fully there and present for my family because I have a strong body to be able to carry around in this world as I do my Havaita. Why do we do anything that to take care of our guf or our neshama, which by the way, I also want to say that taking care of ourselves, since we are made up of a guf and a neshama, taking care of ourselves requires both. So taking care of myself could mean that I'm going to listen to an inspiring sheer because that's part of taking care of myself. So 
even that, when we say self-care, self-care doesn't automatically have to mean physically. And again, physically doesn't mean that that's wrong or selfish because of the so that. The bigger picture, the bigger kavana here. Now, this is my personal belief, is that as mothers, it's not really ever selfish. Because how can it be when you're already, by definition, you are a mother. By definition, you are already devoting your life to other, (laughs) to a child, to other people, right? There are already others in your life that you give and give and give so much to, Baruch Hashem, you're nurturing, you're raising. So like to me, when is a nap of a mother ever selfish? I don't think that that really comes into play. Like I think that, and I did a different podcast episode on this before about like self-care is not self-indulgence and how to know the difference. Self-care is taking care of yourself. And I'm, I'm pretty sure even, even people, and I can totally understand why the, the word self-care might rub people the wrong way. When you're looking at it, at it when, you, when you define self-care as it's all about me and it's all about the self, and maybe the fact that the word self is first or whatever, and you're looking at it from that context, I can see why it rubs you the wrong way. But I'm pretty sure everyone would agree that it's important to take care of yourself because it's important to eat and to drink and to you know, do what you have to do so that you are a healthy human being in the world, right? So my personal belief that as mothers, there isn't really any form of taking care of yourself that is selfish because by definition, that's not the kind of existence you have, right? You know, the famous Hayyamim, Besser Essen to live Davenin, Vi Davenin to live Essen. It's more important to eat so that you could Daven than Daven so that you could eat. What is that saying? It's saying, take care of yourself properly. Eat something. Why? So that, there's a so that, so that you can then go and properly serve Hashem and connect Hashem by davening and talking to Hashem. How am I going to be present and there and able to serve Hashem if I'm like, nope, for, ignore my physical needs or ignore my body or ignore that hunger. And then then what happens? What does that davening look like? It's like your stomach is like growling and you just can't wait for it to be over. And then you just want to eat. And then not only is your davening like so not present with connecting to the Abishar, but then you go and you like wolf food down afterwards because you're so hungry because the whole time you're just waiting to eat. And then you just like wolf the food down and then you don't get to, it doesn't even either have like this like healthy, helpful effect on your body. I feel like this, this message in our Vaida really applies everywhere. It's like, take care of yourself. Again, bigger picture, bigger context, so that you can properly serve Hashem, so that you can properly be a present, calm, confident mother there for your kids. When you do the opposite, when we um, either ignore our own needs, when we do not take care of ourselves properly, when we deny ourselves, when we become martyrs, when we live from victim mentality, when we do all that, because we, for a lot of reasons it could happen, right? Either because we think that self-care is selfish, um, maybe we're just not in tune enough with ourselves, maybe um, we think like, no, everyone else matters, I come last. Like there's a whole host of reasons why that could happen. But then when we do that, we're not even doing the main event of the thing that we quote unquote think is more important, which maybe is, you know, being there for our kids or um, whatever it is, whatever else it is that you're doing, right? That thing isn't even happening properly. And then, and then we're actually doing, you know, damage control because then we have to like take care of ourselves after the fact, right? Um, I actually heard of this um, 
concept I forget from whom, but like she instead of like self care, she said there's either pre care or there's after care, right? So if you're not taking care of yourself beforehand, then you're gonna have to be taking care of yourself afterwards, right? And and usually then it's almost like this like catch up feeling. It's like this you know you've burnt yourself so low that it's gonna require so much more, right? So it's kind of like, like, again, like if you let a car run out of gas, then not only do you have to get it like hauled to the gas station and then you're able to fill up the tank, right? It's, it's not just like, it's, it's going to save you so much more time if you just don't let yourself completely run out of gas and you fill up and you keep it, you know, you keep gas in your tank. It's going to be so much worse if you just let it go till past empty, your car breaks down. Now you have to haul it and fill it up. Okay. So it's kind of the same thing here is like taking care of ourselves is just putting in that gas. You want to do the pre-care so that you're not stuck with doing aftercare. Um, and I have a friend who I like, I, I don't know if she's the one who coined it or she shares, but she always says like, um, going to bed early is just sleeping in on the other side. Right. So again, it's kind of like I can preempt, like putting in that fuel into my body, taking care of myself. That's her essence to Davenin, do, do the taking care of yourself so that you can, so that, here's again, I'm just going to keep saying, what is your so that? Why are you doing this thing that's, you know, falls under the umbrella of taking care of yourself so that, what's the bigger context? What's the bigger picture here? Something I really encourage, I do with um, my clients and I also am doing it in my group coaching is this idea of having a wellness menu, Okay. And I kind of encourage having two of them. So one is there's like your daily wellness menu. What are the thing, the minimum things I need to do on a day-to-day basis that is the gas in my, in my tank, right? Is it I eat breakfast and lunch and dinner? I, um, you know, maybe it's I say mechitas. Because again, remember that it's, that it's neshama and guf both. What is my daily stuff that's like my fuel? Um, is it drinking a certain amount of water? Is it exercising a certain amount? Is it getting a certain amount of sleep? Those are the very basics of, of self-care and taking care of yourself. The very basics, by the way, are drinking, sleeping, and eating, right? Um, and that's for your guff. What is it for you, for your neshama? What are your daily things? And then having like a general wellness menu where maybe you're not doing these things every single day, but maybe you're feeling depleted or you're feeling like, okay, I need a little bit more gas in my tank. You have a kind of like a go-to list because sometimes when you're feeling depleted, or even you don't have to wait till you're feeling depleted. But even if you're just like, okay, I need a little, give myself a little boost of something. Sometimes you're like, okay, now what, what do I do? Right? Which thing should I do? And so if you have a general wellness menu where you can look at it and be like, oh yeah, I love taking a walk in the sunshine, or I love lighting some candles and reading a good book. Um, or I love going out and getting myself a manicure, or I love just having a good, you know, 10 minute tea on the couch with my husband or whatever it is. It's just like, what is that thing that's just going to kind of add some fuel to me so that as the mother I want to be so that I can do my Avaita in making my dear Batakhainim. Okay. And that's really what I want to offer you here. Number one, again, I'm not like pulling apart the semantics of the wording. I think self-care and taking care of yourself are the same thing. I think the difference is in your Kavana. So we're just remembering that we're part of a bigger picture. We're on a Shema in a Guf. Our Neshama is a piece of the Abishter. So of course we want to like take care of that magnificent, glorious piece of ourselves. And then my personal belief also is that already I'm talking to mothers. It's not selfish. I mean, it's, if anything, I think I come across way more mothers who, again, we push ourselves past 
what we're ready for, or we, you know, really, really, really give and give and give and give. And sometimes we have to stop and remind ourselves that, that we matter too. And all of that kind of thing. Like, I don't think that we're in danger, so to speak, of becoming these like very self-indulgent, like, you know, all I do is care about myself and I don't have a larger context to my why. And I don't have a bigger picture and I block everyone out and I'm just living the selfish existence. I really don't think applies to us as mothers, personal belief there. Um, and then just like remembering like this, this like hira that we have, besser essence to live davenin, be davenin to essence. Take care of yourself so that you can properly serve Hashem. Take care of yourself. And then you're not in a position where you have to haul your car <laughs> and call AAA and do so much damage control because you are um, giving yourself a constant drip of putting yourself into the picture. And again, yourself is a piece of Hashem not an indulgent, selfish thing, putting yourself into that picture so that you don't have to, you know, do any aftercare. You're doing all the pre-care. That is what I have for you today. Ask yourself, what is my so that? And anytime you're doing something and your brain wants to tell you this is selfish and this is indulgent, just put it into the kavana of I'm doing this so that dot, dot, dot. I can be a calm and confident and present an available mother for my kids so that I can maybe feel comfortable to bring another neshama into the world. Maybe it's so that I can really be a supportive wife to my husband, right? All these things that are precious, precious, <laughs> precious avida that we have. Hey, if you're ready to become a calm and confident mom, I invite you to join the Calm and Confident Chabad Mom Tribe membership, where we take all the ideas dis- discussed on this podcast and we implement it. We learn tools and we take action and we do it together so you don't ever have to walk the path of motherhood alone. Visit www.group.adinalanda.com forward slash membership to join.